lot of questions that are hard, and I, I think they could be the first people to tell you that I, I don't have all the answers. That is not the point of, of this series. The point of this series is you know, that, that we have questions as we read scripture, as we go through daily life, and, and to feel okay uh, taking those to God, and to be okay looking for answers, and, and even if we don't necessarily find something that that finally answers the question to keep seeking that out in God. And so I've, I've been enjoying the fact that people are coming up with more and more questions, and, and some of them are, are difficult. And, and someone asked me, two people asked me this week to explain the Trinity, and I just, thank you for not emailing that one in. I, I can tell you the answer, but I, I, don't, I don't understand it. Um, today's question, it, and it, the one that fits with uh, people going to work in Guatemala and fits with God's call on, on people's lives and, and people being uh, ready to take the step and make profession of faith. And the question, someone came up, it was one of the first ones, and they said, what do you think of this song? And, and that was the question. Like, well, that, that's a strange question. That's not really what I had in mind. And so I, I went back that week and I, I listened to the song and I, I watched the video. And, and after I, I went through that a few times, the answer, honestly, is I like the song. Uh, it's, it's catchy, it sticks in my head, I, I like the message they're trying to get across. Uh, but more than that, I like the question that the song is really trying to answer. I like the question behind the song, and, and the question is, what is the purpose of life? You know, what, what do we have this life for? What is this life all about? Uh, so we're going to take a look at the song, we're going to watch it in the center screen, and because it, it moves pretty quickly. We're going to have the lyrics on the side screens, and they're going to try and keep up with that. Um, but as you're, as you're reading or as you're watching it, and, and for all of you as you're listening, I want you to be thinking about the question, what, what is the purpose of life? What is this life really all about? Uh, the song is called Don't Waste Your Life by Lecrae. So watch that now.
price. You trying to figure out what to do with your life. You make a lot of money, hope you're doing it right. Because the money is God, you better steward it right and stay focused. You ain't got no ride, your life ain't wrapped up in what you drive. The clothes you wear, the job you work, the color of your skin, now you're Christian first. People get to living for a job, make a little money, start living for a car. Get my wife, a house, kids, and a dog. When they retire, they're living high on the hall. But guess what? They didn't ever really live at all. To live is Christ, and that's Paul, I recall. To die is gains, and for Christ, we give it all. Even the treasure you can never find in the mall. See your money, your singleness, marriage, challenge, your time. They will only you to show the world that Christ is divine. That's why it's Christ in my rhyme. That's why it's Christ all the time. See, my whole world is built around him. He's the life in my life. I refuse to waste my life. He's too true to chase that ice. Here's my gift of time, because I'm constantly trying to be used to praise the Christ. If he's truly raised to life, then this news should change your life. If I can break you, can put your faith in a place that proves your days and nights. Yes. My first thought was to, to get up here and sing that for you, but I decided not to. <laughs> yeah. Uh, one of the things that I really in, enjoy uh, about this song, about other songs that he does, is that he, he ties it back really well uh, to the Word of God. You know, that, that he, finds, uh, he finds the inspiration in Scripture. He talks in there about a passage in Luke 12, uh, verse 15 through 21. And that's, that's uh, the story we're going to be looking at today, the parable of Jesus. Uh, so if you have your Bible, I invite you to follow along. If not, we have it uh, up on the screen. Then Jesus said to them, Watch out, be on your guard against all kinds of greed. A man's life does not consist in the abundance of his possessions. And he told them this parable, The ground of a certain rich man produced a good crop, and he thought to himself, What shall I do? I have no place to store my crops. Then he said, this is what I'll do. I'll tear down my barns and build bigger ones. And there I will store all my grain and my goods. And I'll say to myself, you have plenty of good things laid up for many years. Take life easy. Eat and drink and be merry. But God said to him, you fool, this very night your life will be demanded from you. Then who will get what you have prepared for yourself? This is how it will be with anyone who stores up things for himself but is not rich toward God. You know, we, we look at these stories, and it's pretty easy to see that, that the man in Jesus' parable is a counterexample. He is, he is the one we're not supposed to be like. You, know, you read the story, and, and Jesus says, God appears to him and calls him a fool. And it's pretty easy and pretty quick for us that we get to the point where we start to say, well, I would never do what he did. You know, I, I would never prioritize things that way. I would never, I would never be like that. You know, those, those aren't the priorities in my life. That's not what my life is built around. And, and yet, what is it that he does? What is it he does when all of a sudden the, the ground produces more crops than he can even store in his barns? 
His thoughts are, I'm going to build bigger barns, and, and so here's what I can do with my life. I can take life easy, and then I can just eat and drink and be merry. The, the purpose that he sees in that, what his life is about to become, is just about living the easy life and then finding some kind of merriment or diversion or entertainment. And if I think about my life, if I think about a lot of our lives, those are things that even if we don't say that's a priority, even if that's not on our list of, of what we would, we would point to as the purpose of our life, how much of our time is spent thinking about how to make life easier? Every time a new product comes out, it's, it's how can this improve your life? How can this save the, the workload that you normally have in a day? And I'm not advocating getting rid of all modern technology. I mean, I, when I talk to my grandparents, the thing they remember is they remember when running water came into the house. I am not saying we need to get rid of indoor plumbing. I'm not saying we need to go back to the days where, where we used the, the washboard and the ringer, which I had a grandma who used even though she still had the, the regular plug-in washer and dryer. I'm not saying we need to get back to the point where we wash all our dishes by hand, where you know we, we can't call someone. I'm not saying to get rid of modern technology, but we've gotten to the point where so much of the the things that are meant to be just a tool, so much of the things that are meant to be uh, a means have become an end in and of themselves. You know, how often isn't it about just, just getting the coolest phone? You know, not because it can do all of this stuff, not because it, not because it can help us have more time with our family, but, but just because it's the coolest phone, just because it does the most stuff, just because it has the most apps. How, how often... How often is the purpose of our life just about something that's meant to be, meant to be a tool, meant to be a, a way to get to something else? We've turned those things that are meant to be a means into an end. You know, how much of our thought and time and, and money and concern goes into to retirement plans, goes into being able to retire when we hit age 50? You know, there are people that, that they will work their fingers to the bone with, with that as the goal. You know, if I work hard now, then I, can, then I can not work later. And I'm also not saying don't retire. You know, that, that's not the purpose either. But when we think about why we have this life, when we think about what the purpose is, I don't think the purpose is just to avoid doing anything. I don't think we're here so that we can just, just sit around and do nothing. It doesn't make any sense to me that the purpose of life would be just, just to exist. You know, it seems like there has to be something bigger. You know, there, there has to be something we're, we're called to. There has to be a, a life where God has a, a purpose for each of us, right? And so just finding the place where, where we can take it easy and, and avoid doing anything seems like we're missing out on that purpose. The other thing the man says he's going to do is he's going to eat and drink and be merry. He's, he's just going to find things that, that divert his attention from what's going on in the world around him. You know, we live in a country where, where the entertainment industry is billions and billions of dollars a year. Spent on, on movies or, or TV or, or books or music. And those can be good things, but, but just like a washing machine, those are supposed to be a means. They shouldn't be an end in and of themselves. We shouldn't be living our lives just for the purpose of finding entertainment, just for the purpose of distracting ourselves from, from whatever else is happen or happening around us. 
I mean, those should be a means to, to expressing beauty. Those should be a means to, to seeing the, the goodness of God. Those should be a means to, to being able to communicate with other people in, in a different and new and creative way. But when they become an end by themselves, it seems like we've missed the purpose of life. You know, what happens in the, in the parable, what happens in the parable is that you get to the end of life and, and the man says, now I can have the easy life. Now I can just, just spend years and years enjoying myself and finding entertainment. And he gets to that point and God comes and says, you know, all of that's kind of worthless for you now because you've hit the end of your life. You know, today your life is demanded of you and, and what good is all of that? If we think about the song, one of the themes that kept coming back over and over again is the resurrection. You know, if, if we think about if we think about how much time and effort we put into things that aren't going to make it past our lifespan, you know, does that show a little bit of our priorities? One of the things that's, that's interesting about the resurrection is that, that Christian teaching, contrary to popular belief, is not that, that when you die you turn into some like mist in outer space with God, or it's, it's not that you get wings and a harp and a cloud and you're sitting somewhere playing the harp all the time. You know, when, when, we think about, when we think about eternity, when we think about the, the understanding of heaven, it's not that, that we disappear and we go to heaven somewhere. It's that, that heaven descends and comes to earth. It's that, that on that day, we're, we're resurrected. We're, we're flesh and blood. We have bodies. The future is not, is not completely separated or broken from the present. One of the things that's interesting about the resurrection is that it's, it's your body. I mean, it's different. They talk about the difference between our resurrection body and our present bodies, but it's, but it's also somehow connected. It's somehow the same. When we think about the resurrection, we think about a time, a day, that's, that's affected by the present. What we do now for the kingdom of God continues on into that future. The things that we do now that are, that are just about the now, they're over. They, they have a shelf life. They have an end point. The things we do now that are for the kingdom of God, that are, for, that are for building that kingdom, that are for following Christ, those continue on into the resurrection. Those have a life beyond, beyond our own you know, life today. So when we think about what the, the purpose of life is, the purpose of life the purpose of life isn't just to, to sit around and do nothing. The, the purpose of life isn't isn't just about entertaining ourselves or distracting ourselves. The purpose of life is to bring honor and glory to God. The purpose of life is to be, to be used by God to help usher in that kingdom. It's to be able to be a part of, of that someday. You know, it's, it's too often, I think, that we do things now and, and we think about, you know, what can I do that's really going to make an impact? What can I do that's really going to last, that's really going to have an effect? And, and, and yet there's an end point on that. What can we do now that's, that's working for the glory of God, that's helping to, to usher in the, the kingdom of God, that's, that's helping to, to be a part of that someday? You know, what can we do today to give purpose and meaning to our lives that, that's going to be a part of that resurrection day? Now, that's, that's where I think real purpose comes from. That's where real meaning comes from. You know, when he, when he talks about all the, the stuff, all the distractions, those are just a means to an end. 
You know, when, when we focus on just that, we're missing the big picture. We're missing that end. One of the things Paul says in 1 Corinthians 15, he says, if I fought wild beasts in Ephesus for only human reasons, what have I gained? You know, what good is it to suffer in this life? And he goes on and he says, if the dead aren't raised, if there is no resurrection, then he says, let's eat and drink for tomorrow we die. He kind of echoes the words that Jesus put in the mouth of this man in the parable. If there is no resurrection, then of course, then of course the purpose is just to enjoy these 70 or 80 years. If there's nothing bigger, if there's nothing beyond this, then yes, focused on this. But if this is only the beginning of that eternal life and what we do now has the opportunity to be used by God to affect that someday, then that's where our priority needs to be. That's where the focus needs to be. You know, when, when we think about why would people give up a week of their summer, you know, to go and do mission work? Why would people give up a weekend? Why, why do we have college kids who are going all over the world? Why, why do we have people who are, who are doing these things wherever they're going? Why do we have people who are, who are doing things that are outside of their comfort zones here? You know, why, why would people leave behind their house and, and take their family to another country uh, to work with, without any real benefit for them. You know, if there is nothing bigger, if there is nothing more. When we think about what, what is the purpose of this life, what is this life really for? You know, this, this life is to be used by God. This life isn't just, isn't just about us. It's not just about this little box. This life is so much bigger and it goes so much further. You know, when we think about today, profession of faith, and we get, to, we get to celebrate that, when we get to remember, for those of us who have made profession of faith, our, our own moment of, of getting up there and saying, God has put a claim on my life, and I'm responding to that. You know, to think about what a life means lived for God, it, it's a life that's not just lived for these 70 or 80 years, but a life that's lived with the big picture in mind, a life where God has placed a, a calling, a calling on his people to go and to follow him, you know, to go out and, and to serve him and to be used by him, you know, to, focus, to focus not just on, on entertainment or not just on having it easy, but to focus on, on being used by God to bless others, to, to, to further his kingdom, to bring praise and honor to his name. You know, my, my hope, my prayer for all of us today is that God would fill our lives with purpose as, as we seek to fill our lives with him. Let's join together in prayer. God, we, we've been given a gift uh, each, each day that we're here, uh, each, each year, each moment, uh, is a gift that you've given us, and we, we know that you've given that for a purpose. Lord, we pray that you would fill our lives with purpose, that you would fill our lives uh, with the eternal, uh, that we would remember uh, your kingdom, and that would be with, we would be able to, to see that bigger picture, to see that kingdom, and to live lives that are, that are aware of that, that are living into that, that are anticipating that, that someday. God, we pray that you would be with all of us, uh, wherever you call us, wherever you place us, uh, that we would know that you have a purpose for having us there and that we would be able to, to live that purpose out. Uh, we would be able to, to feel your spirit guiding and leading us. We pray this in Christ's name.